You're listening to highlights from the Creative Processes interview with Alan Jacobson. This podcast is supported by the Jan Michalski Foundation. I hope that the film and the story can, can kind of help people get their heads around these huge ideas, which are, you know, pretty terrifying and just almost hopeless to think about. What can we do? Are we on, on this track? And what, you know, what have we done to the earth? And I think, you know, science scientists are very much starting to agree that it, it's getting to the point where it's almost too late. So can humans see that far in the head? Can we, can we understand, you know, the, the, the track we're on in time? I don't know, but I think it's, I'm willing to kind of use whatever tools possible to try to help that conversation happen. And so in this uh, scene from the documentary, you were tagging whales. Tell us a little bit about this. Uh, Yeah. So as part of the attempt to kind of understand where the loneliest whale, where 50, we call the whale 52 in the film for 52 hertz. As part of this process, try to understand where 52 might be. We go out looking for whales in general and you know, as one of the scientists says, like, it's hard enough to find any whale in the ocean. I mean, the, the ocean is just so massive and, and, you know, and the whales are so few relatively that just finding one whale is really hard, let alone finding one particular whale. So we had to start with just finding whales. And sometimes the scientists go out to look for whales and don't find any you know, for days. And it's something I really, really like in my work, like how do we film the unfilmable thing or how, what can we offer the audience to, you know, join in and have to kind of lean in and think about these ideas without it just being such a didactic, you know, presentation of of facts or outrage or something, but, you know, really inviting that investigation from the audience. I I love it when you think you're going to tell one kind of a story and then it, the film like demands you know, a change or a, or an adaptation, or it demands to be heard in a different way. So the fact that we thought we were going to be making one thing, and then it was pulled into, you know, a combination of things is really exciting for me. And I think, you know, being open to that, that process of discovery is, is something that's really exciting in, in, the, in, in documentary work. And it's why, I, you know, I keep, I keep wanting to do documentaries, because it's such a privilege to be able to use the camera as an excuse to have these amazing experiences, you know, and I have such a great job because I, you know, I love being able to go out and discover something and bring the audience along. And honestly, the audience brings me along because I wouldn't be there if people weren't curious uh, about seeing things. So, you know, the camera is a great kind of wedge into these moments. I wanted to get in touch with spontaneity and instinct and, you know, being able to respond to the room in a way, because, you know, narrative films, the machinery can get very, very big and overwhelming. And it's, it's like this big lumbering ship, which is really hard to turn. And it's really hard to be flexible. And I was at a point where I was, I was looking, you know, I'd go to scout a location and say like, well, I can't light this without 47 lights and a crew of 20. And I thought, what, what have I become? This is getting crazy. So documentary for me was inspiration to kind of get back in touch with more instinctual things. And so, yeah, I've been able to kind of follow my interests and my hearts into stories that I think are interesting and important. I really love work telling the stories of people who haven't always been able to have their stories told. I like trying to tell, you know, tell stories that reflect 
the complicatedness of, of being human. And, you know, I like stories that are have a lot of gray in the middle that aren't just black and white and that are complicated and messy. And so I like working with filmmakers that, you know, want to let that messiness show up in the film that they want, you, you know, you want those, you want the complications of life to be in your film. And so it's just a great job because, you know, I get to, I get to have all these amazing experiences with amazing people and meet the most coolest, interesting people in the world, whether they be a teenager or a rock star or, or a person working in a basement somewhere. So yeah, it's, it's wonderful. It's complicated too. I don't want to pretend it's not because it's, it's a lot of travel. It's hard to be away. It's hard to be coming into someone's life and, you know, working with them really intensely, recording their images and their feelings and their, and their soul, hopefully, and then, and then leaving. You know, there's this incredible responsibility with your subjects of how can you honorably capture the story in a responsible way and um, make it a good experience for them and, you know, make it something hopefully growthful and positive. And so it's something that I struggle with a lot is, you know, this kind of this idea of responsibility of, you know, parachuting into somewhere. I do this every day, but to a lot of the people that I'm lucky to film, this is probably, this is like a very big deal for them. And they might be the most vulnerable they've ever been. It's a real gift to offer yourself to the cameras like that. I'm just continually inspired by the magic that can happen in a room. If the camera, I feel like if the camera is, is like a sensitive presence in the room and I'm um, able to kind of have made a connection with the subject and they're able to open up, you know, there's just, there's these moments where you can't believe that it's happening right in front of you. And, you know, like they say, you know, you can't write this stuff. And there's been just some real magic moments like that. I've been talking about how wonderful it is to be out in the world and see the, the messy, complicated, diverse world that we're all trying to understand. And one thing that's been hard for a lot of us filmmakers is that, that oftentimes the, the vista behind the camera doesn't reflect the vista in front of it. And there's a lack of diversity in filmmaking, which has been a problem since the beginning. And I'm really excited and hopeful now to see young people, especially really trying to break through that. I find it really, really exciting that the documentary world, I think, is is leading in, you know, this change that for diversity and, and representation and inclusion. It's got a long way to go for sure. And it's got problems where we think that we're too good at that when we're really not. But that change is happening and it's 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 changing e even more slowly, but I think relentlessly in Hollywood, too. And I'm just so excited by the the new storytelling that I'm seeing from people that haven't had a fair chance to tell their stories. We hope you've enjoyed listening to these highlights. To listen to the latest episodes or learn more about participating in exhibitions or interviews, click on subscribe. Thank you for listening.